0: Good morning, everyone, or afternoon, or evening, or good night, or whatever time it is that you're actually listening to this podcast, and welcome to another old-school Saturday episode of Be Kind Rewind. This is your Disney Plus movie podcast. I, of course, am Dan Teets, and today we are reaching back into the archives to get another episode that Icky and I did of the Real Life Adventures this one is The Secret of Life, and we just hope that you enjoy it. Talk to you next Saturday. Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's all to work we go.
1: Born on a mountaintop in Tennessee. Greenest state in the land of the free. Raised in the woods so he knew every tree. Killed him a bar when he was only three. Davy, Davy Crockett.
0: everyone and welcome to another exciting episode can i call it exciting if it's a true life nature documentary i don't know (laughs) yeah another true to life nature documentary that has been staged for the benefit of walt disney this is your disney movie podcast be kind rewind and of course this is dan teets and we have ichabod bones back in the studio after an extended hiatus
1: It has been a minute. How's everybody doing?
0: I believe we are all good and we may also be hearing from the world's youngest podcast host who is making his possibly fourth episode, depending on how many actually gets recorded between when this one actually airs, because he's already made one appearance on a WandaVision episode. We have Thompson Teets. So if you hear a little squeak or a little cry, that is him And he actually watched these movies with me, so he may have something to throw in. He's got
1: valid opinions, too.
0: Yes. But we are back after a rather lengthy hiatus, and I apologize for that. Um, Adopting a Child does kind of put a damper on one's um, recording episodes, which is why you were just getting WandaVision and the occasional throwback episodes. But we are back, and we are talking about another, what do they call them, real-life adventure?
1: True-to-life adventure? Real-life? Yeah, something True like life that. True-life adventure. True-life adventures. True life adventures.
0: And this one was entitled The Secrets of Life, which I thought, why would Disney be putting out a movie about that? Because, <laughs> well, now, would that be canceled with today's Get Rid of Everything That's Not Happy? If we were doing one on the basics of life or something like that. Yeah. But this episode actually, or yeah, this episode, this movie was released November the 6th, 1956. It actually did not have a U.S. release, which was kind of weird. So we have no box office information available on it. And of course, with this one not having a release, I doubt that you saw this one prior to actually watching it on the Disney Plus. Am I right?
1: You are right. Never seen it.
0: I'd never even heard of half of these before we got started in on this.
1: Yeah. Oh, me too. It's been quite an adventure, quite an eye-opener doing this podcast.
0: Yeah. And this one was actually, I want to say it was the last episode that was actually done as a, listen to me, talking about episodes. This (laughs) This is the last movie that was actually released as a real life, true life, whatever life movie i believe and i think it was because Walt disney was seeing they weren't making as much as they thought they were going to and so they started to go with regular actual movie movies starting with interesting
1: because the one we're going to cover next week is was almost like a true life adventure but i think they disney it a little bit more made a little bit more of a movie but yeah. we'll get to that next week
0: yeah and for those of you who are keeping a track at home next week's movie is going to be perry p-e-r-r-i it is on disney plus of course or else we would not cover it because we don't really cover thing plus very controversial movie like song of the south which will probably be getting its um old school saturday release in a couple of months but irregardless of that this one was another real life episode with the making of how bit how um yeah of how the desert and all the animals and the plants were actually made all right so the movie begins with the words this is the authentic story of nature's secret world of her strange and intricate designs for survival and her many methods of per- perpetuating life these intimate and unusual scenes were were made possible through the development of new photographic t- and through the skill and patience of many scientists slash photographers. Yeah, they were. We then have the painter's brush that's been at the beginning of all the other real-life adventure movies. Uh, the paint brush, paint, paint brush, paint brush paints a globe and then slowly fills in the various land masses before we zoom in on an ocean of sea slamming into the land and then we see pieces of the land actually fall off into the ocean and we see various parts of the world as the clouds and precipitation are and we're then shown yeah geysers from the living desert document before the paintbrush comes back and paints various flowering plants which then changes into a milkweed plant as it sheds its seeds into the wind and then a cottonwood springs back and forth and it gets called a spring snowstorm. We then move on to the proverbial wild oats. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, wild oat. I'm not kidding. A time-lapse of the seed is shown and it ends with the seed planting itself under the ground. And we then move on to the Heron's Bell Plant, who's also shown in time-lapse, and it ends with the seed drilling itself into the ground. And then the next thing that we actually see is the Witch Hazel, which can ex- inject its seeds up to 30 feet away from the shade of, of its parent. So that way it's not all sitting under the um, shade and therefore not getting any sun. We then transition into a raging forest fire, and we learn that a knob cone pine will open only when it's touched by flames and let its seeds go. Next, we learn that seeds will actually push immovable objects aside, but that every plant is fighting for sunlight. And so we see various plants shown opening and stretching for the sun, and several varieties of fruit and vegetables are shown from the inception of the, of the blossom to its ripening, followed by numerous flowers opening and showing their blooms. Yeah, it was very exciting. We then cut to a corn stalk shown growing and the narrator explains how a kernel comes into being. And then the paintbrush comes back and paints a scene of some more flowers and insects are shown as, they're helped, as they helped pollinate the plants. And the salvia plant is shown rubbing its pollen on an insect, which of course would be the bee. And several other plants are explained with how they actually spread their pollen with the help of the bees. And it's after this that we actually zoom in on the actual bees, and the bees are explained to have pollen baskets on its legs, specifically for the purpose of being filled with the pollen for the bee larva, while other bees actually gather nectar for honey. And this actually reminds me of the State Farm commercial where the Daniel discount is shown. And the guys actually breaks out a block of, I think he calls it block honey. And that's actually kind of what all this is having to deal with. But before we actually get into the bees themselves, we see the pitcher plant which actually uses spines inside the plant to trap its um, unsuspecting prey. And we learn that a bee does not like to be caught in a rain. But after the rain, the blooms provide much needed water for the bee. And like I said, then we actually move into the bees itself, into the beehive, and we actually are showing the life of the bee. And we're actually shown how um, wax is made and how the honeycomb is constructed. And we're told that a queen must leave its nest and go to another hive to actually become a queen. And as a result, a new queen is actually chosen. And it's actually through the production of royal jelly that a new queen is made, whose first task is actually to kill her rival. And it's actually really interesting that during this part of the when i actually watched this i was also watching teen titans and they actually had a character called bumblebee i think and we're not talking about the transformers camaro slash beetle but it's actually a um female character in one of the episodes she actually showed how bees used royal honey to actually get a new queen and so getting back to the movie itself there is a battle between two queens and after a victor is crowned she flies off to mate with the worker drones and then the cycle of the bees reproduction and all that restarts unfortunately before she can get to this a fire erupts and all the bees have to flap to try to preserve the hive but the but this isn't successful And since the hive is actually made up of beeswax, the hive disintegrates and the bees begin to drink the honey so that way it doesn't go to waste. But as soon as the fire is over, all the bees actually swarm back into action and start to rebuild the hive. And after we're done with the bees, we find out that they are not the... Or that they are yeah, they're not the only insect that produces honey as a ant can actually make honey and we go into the ground to meet some of the groups that make up the anthill, such as the gardeners, who are responsible for cutting pieces of plants so that mold can actually grow to sustain the ant. And we also meet the hunter ants who attack termites or blister beetles or an occasional grasshopper. And then of course there's the harvesters who work on plants that gone to seed. And we're told that in order for a human to lift the proportion of an ant, one would need to lift several tons. And after all of this, we actually see a black ant colony get attacked, or I'm sorry, a red ant colony attacked by a black ant, by, by a black ant colony, excuse me, I'm sorry, in hopes of actually stealing the larva of the red ants. But... Um, since the black ants have moved out and tried to attack the red ants, their own colony, yeah, is open to attack from a blind snake or a worm snake, depending on how you actually call him, who gets a couple of snacks before he gets, before he ducks out the back door and leaves. And then we're treated to another paintbrush who comes in to paint a waterscape, which then... Zooms in at a microscopic level to look at the rotifer And we then get to meet the stickleback and are advised that the males take care of the housekeeping and the babies and the reason why that is is because the female stickleback will eat the eggs and the babies if she isn't chased away and Unfortunately, baby sticklebacks will actually run off if they're not monitored And then we're actually shown a um, baby praying mantis that's actually devouring anything that gets into its area. And then the final insect that we actually see is, well actually it's not even an insect, it's the diving bell spider. Which is shown and it's explained how he sets up his nest under the water using microscopic um, bits of water to actually build a bubble. Which is then used to um, attract its prey, and then it attacks it from there. After we're done with all the insects, we move into the fish department. Yeah, the seafood department, I guess you would call it. And an archer fish is shown shooting at its target above the water. And then we move out to sea, where we meet the kelp fish, and then several kinds of jellyfish, and then the mellabees, and then the barnacle. Before meeting the angler fish, before he bites another fish and devours and we are shown how a decorator crab takes on its look and then we actually get introduced to the mating ritual of a fiddler crab which i mean with this being a um, disney real life adventure it wouldn't actually be a disney real life adventure without seeing one mating ritual and of course then after that we transition to the grunion who are fish who bury into the sand for their legs to, be, yeah, for their eggs to be laid and fertilized, and the sea actually touch actually hatches the um, babies when it touches the eggs for the first time. So that's kind of interesting. And after we get all of this beauty and nature and everything like that, we see the sea slamming into the rocks, which then transitions into a volcano erupting and its destruction is actually remaking the crust of the earth and the tumultuous lava flow is shown until it flows into the ocean and that is how the movie ends all right so what did you actually think about this movie i mean it of course it was another one of those where you where you had to sit through the disneyfication and all of the paint brushes, which were actually interesting. But it was, I don't think, in fact, I know there hasn't been one that actually delved so much into plant life as this one did.
1: Right, I really liked all the, all the time lapse, all the yeah. speeding up and how the, the seeds moved and they, they almost looked lifelike. It was kind of creepy how they can walk and, and dig themselves into the earth. spin around and latch onto each other.
0: Very interesting. The time lapse definitely made it good because I don't think we would have wanted to sit and watch 38 hours of (laughs) Walt Disney floating little plant pieces slowly over the... But, I mean, who knows? There's probably nature documentarians out there that says this is the best thing since we created the sliced bread. Sure. But... I actually I didn't know about all the different um types of bees that there were. I thought it was just the or not bees, the ants. They said there was something like 30 different kinds of ants and I yeah, was just
1: was bizarre.
0: I was just familiar with the red ant, the black ant, the Amazonian jumping ant, I think. And I'm probably making that up. <laughs> but I mean, it was also the I didn't know that ants fought for territory. I, I would thought, have that, thought, yeah, I would have thought that they just that they just hung out together and they all lived happily ever after. Because yeah. I mean, after all, this is a Disney movie, and all Disney movies have to have a happily ever after, except right. for one that is coming up, which is Old Yeller.
1: Oh, ah, the bane of my childhood.
0: <laughs> yeah, Grayson actually said that she refuses to watch that, so we will have to get her on to discuss. <laughs> No, I mean it's it's the the fact that its I mean, you actually saw ants walking around with parts of other ants on them as if it was a and I hate to say this, an indigenous person with a scalp.
1: Oh yeah, and this ant has three heads, his own and two of his enemies.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, okay, who would have thought that ants were so dastardly and vile?
1: carrying them around like trophies, one in each hand.
0: So yeah. I guess I guess when they say, go to the ant, thou sluggard, in Proverbs, <laughs> are they talking about going and learning how to kill? I'm sorry, I'm stopping. I'm not even going anywhere.
1: No, no. How they Now they said they can lift like ten times their own weight or something like that. They said a, a human would have to lift a ton to, to compare to how much an ant can lift and how they were not just lifting it, but picking it straight up from below them and dragging it upwards amazing
0: yeah i mean the the breakdown of what insects could do definitely made me appreciate one when when i go out and actually step on an anthill because it's in the middle of my yard yeah and then that takes them several days to actually rebuild the anthill only for me to step on it again when i'm out walking the dog
1: oh we used to put firecrackers in them when i was a kid watch the ants go sky blow them up sky high
0: I'm sorry, we're going to have to cancel you. That's too. That's, that's that's yeah. send, send, send your complaints to Be Kind Rewind, dmp at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. So we are definitely back on the full tilt, making people angry at us with interpretations of Disney movies. Absolutely. Making people mad since 2020, pre COVID. Oh, hey. Yes yeah i don't don't even know where to go after that because
1: oh the killer funnel plants that would lure in the bees with their backwards facing nettles and then trap them in the bottom that's that's dastardly that's dark makes me wonder we'll get to this i'll i'll hold off on what i was going to say till we get to the cultural implications later
0: but it it makes you wonder i mean god definitely had a sense of humor
1: with all of this. Yeah, definitely because, interesting.
0: Because he I mean, who would have thought like I said, you have ants that are mortal enemies with other ants, and then you don't you don't even think about that. I mean, because in showing what a nerd I am, there was a wrestling corporation out of Philly called Chikara that actually had the worker ant, the fire ant, and I want to say the army ant. All three of them were tag team partners. And now that I've watched this episode, I know that that couldn't ever happen. Because they're all mortal enemies of each other. And they're all working to try to take over the other tunnel. Yeah. So.
1: Well, speaking of tag teams, I'm wondering which one of the killer bees was the drone bee? And which one was uh, the hunter bee? And was either one of them the queen bee? I don't well, know.
0: Well, now you know the queen bee is Beyonce. This is true. You. as you. But what really I Thompson found intriguing was they said if with, more than... Go
1: ahead. I just found it bizarre that they said if if more than, you know, they have six different or something like that queen bees that they, when one leaves the, the hive and they have to put the royal jelly, that, that alone amazed me. Like, you can create your own queen bee by just feeding them royal jelly, then why not just make a bunch of them? And if there are more than one, they have to fight to the death. Why not just divide the colony in half and... One leaves and goes and starts a new colony. Why must they fight to the death? I don't know. I guess that's why I'm not in charge, huh? Yeah. It's not Mike Almighty.
0: <laughs> Mike Almighty. Coming soon from Disney+. First we had Bruce. Then we had Evan. And coming this fall, Mike Almighty. He knows how to make the ants work together to live yes. harmoniously. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, I'm I mean, looking back on this just the level of thought that would have to be brought into that would have to be brought in with animals and not necessarily re- videoing them because I mean, you just sit there and you watch and oh after after of course they cut the anthill in half and you can see what's going on. But we won't get into that because we covered that on one of the other episodes. Right. It's the it's the fact that I mean, ants work for days, and then all of a sudden you got a red ant colony that wants to take over the black ant colony. And we hear the um, Kirk versus Spock music playing in the background as everybody starts to fight against each other. And then the colony that attacked has a snake that comes in and takes over its colony. So oh, yeah. I mean, it's just it's craziness with what's with and I mean it's well, like I said, God had a sense of humor when he brought all this together because you're gonna make people sit there and scratch their heads and say, um, but why? Yeah. But I was getting back to the Queen Bee and Brian Bonsell and Bri, B B B B be Brian Blair. Try to say <laughs> that three times yeah. I mean, we're going through old-school wrestling with those three. And, Sheik, make you humble. <laughs> I, I'm i with you, though. I don't I don't understand why you couldn't cut the hive in half, have one queen have the old half, have the new queen have the new half, unless they just have one entrance and one exit, and that would be where the fight would end up happening.
1: Well, I guess it's just the, um, what do they call it the Darwinian, the strongest survive or whatever yeah. it is, so they have to Survival find out which Whichever one is the strongest will then promulgate the, the genes and create a, a stronger hive. I guess who knows.
0: But the only way that that actually happens is when the queen leaves to go start another um, colony. Which is just weird that you would have yet you would have a queen end up leaving so that way another queen can rise and take over. That's the part that kind of was mind-boggling. You would think the yeah. only. You would think that the only time that it, that you would have to worry about having a new queen would be when the old queen dies, and they didn't yeah. even mention that.
1: I mean, they could mass market this. If they could sell this royal jelly to ants and have queen ants, and you know, sell it to squirrels and squirrels and have these massive squirrel. Who knows what that stuff? I wonder if scientists have found any miracle uses for this stuff now when I look into it interesting
0: well, that's the that's part of the reason why we're discussing this because this way we're actually thinking outside of the box and going out and discussing what's what all this means in the grand scheme of things, right? yeah but with this actually being what I think is the last of the I'm going to go look for the actual title the real life adventure. I mean we covered the the desert. The desert was the first one. and then we had one that was on the line but wasn't really on the line. I'm trying to think what the other ones were that we actually that that were covered prior to this. Pulling up the handy handy dandy.
1: Yeah, there were a bunch of them that we didn't cover it looks like. Yeah. The living desert, the vanishing prairie, well, African actually Lion. we did actually,
0: them. Actually, yeah, we did do those. We Yeah, we there was a bunch of them were just shorts that we never did. Yeah. It looks like. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to figure out if it was a case of diminishing return, if that was the reason why Walt Disney stopped doing these, because until Disney Nature started doing one every year with, and I think that all started with the Emperor Penguin. Yeah. And, and Morgan Freeman <laughs> discussing the the trials and tribulations of that one penguin who didn't have a mate. Right. I mean, it was. It kind of makes you wonder why there wasn't more of these made, unless it was actually a case of, well, we're spending three years to get footage of this, and then four people sit in the theater. <laughs>
1: Maybe they just ran their course. Yeah, it looks like there were a few more, and actually, the one we're going to do next, Perry, was part of the series.
0: Yeah, but it, but it got its own official, unofficial release as a not. Yeah. And I'm wondering I'm wondering if they would have ran with that if they would have had possibly more movies out there to be made like one will never know never know, but yeah, this one covered everything from plants to insects to fish who can shoot its target above the water oh yeah <laughs> yeah the and then we went on and dealt with little crabs, and then it all ended with the volcanoes.
1: The little fish who had a little worm hanging from his yeah front and it would lure another fish. Yeah, the angler fish.
0: Yeah, they they were, and and I kind of knew about some of these, but it wasn't to the point where I could definitely talk about them as a as a knowledgeable expert. I guess would be <laughs> the, and I still can't talk about them as a knowledgeable expert. Please don't put that word in my mouth.
1: Yeah, right.
0: Neither Dan nor Icky are experts on this subject. Please do not I contact am. him. <laughs> I watched a Disney documentary. I know everything. <laughs> okay, and suddenly you're a teenager who does know it. Thank you, sir. <laughs> but, I mean, it's it was one of those things where, and unlike the other movies, this one actually flowed well so that you didn't really realize that it was an hour and, what, 15 or 20 minutes?
1: Yeah, something like that
0: actually made you sit and you were drawn in because you didn't see the it wasn't and now watch as the lion preys yeah. on his victim for the next three days
1: yeah it was it was interesting
0: so do we have anything more to add to the to the review itself before we get into your takeaways from the movie no i don't think so i don't yeah. know that i would ever
1: watch it again but it was definitely worth
0: to watch how dare you sir millions of bees died for the making of this movie <laughs> okay well then we will actually move into the cultural relevance of this movie and the only thing that i actually got was that thousands of plants would disappear without the bee yeah. and nowadays we actually are seeing a decrease in the bee population which Brings it all back to what we're talking about, and you're seeing plants die off because they aren't getting pollinated and things like that. Yeah. But what what did what did you have on this? I have to be very careful
1: in the way that I say it, but I'm just I'm noticing he the commentator said something when the one colony of ants was attacking the other colony of ants, and I wish I would written it down, but of course, I didn't. <laughs> but it was something to the effect of even, even in the animal kingdom, or even in, in all of life, different types of life forms watch take care of their own first, or something like that. Even among different types of ants, they're gonna they're gonna cling to their own first.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I think I remember. And it hearing seems
1: that. like it would be, um, duh, of course, you're gonna look out for your own first. Yeah, but... But, uh, and that's where I'm just going to just leave it, because I don't want to say anything that would be taken the wrong way.
0: Well, why not? Come on. You know you know we've pushed the boundaries on this episode. I want to see just how close we can get to the boundary without you falling over and taking me with you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to be a red ant and be proud to be a red ant. It's okay. It's okay to be a black ant and be proud to be a black ant. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you aren't going to take the bait, are you? Red ant lives matter, but so do black ant lives. <laughs>
0: All right, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for watching and listening to the last ever episode of Beef and Rewind. <laughs> it has been your pleasure. It has been our pleasure to cover thirty years of Disney,
1: <laughs> ending just like that.
0: <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> I get, I get, I get what you're saying. It's a, it's a very slippery slope that you don't want to take on. Too far as you actually did tread very closely to the top of the anthill.
1: <laughs> very close.
0: I mean the the fact that ants kill other ant. That's the everyday nature way. Yeah. There's there's no other way to put it. But we we don't want to belittle what Icky is saying by playing it off like I just did. So please do not take that like that. It's I guess the point is even even
1: all the way down to insects and all the way up to humans. All of life forms have a tendency to segregate themselves into their own type and to put their interests above the interests of other types. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's right, but it happens all the way up and down all of life.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that's about the only thing that we can say with how this has um, impacted in today's culture. Is any of this actually mirrored in culture? Well, once again, we see the disintegration of the beep. I think disintegration is the right word for it. Yeah. And as a result, we see plants dying off, which then in turn leads to animal life dying off. And it just, it becomes a very slippery slope with all of that, too. So, I mean, this does fit into today's society because, I mean, we need to try to preserve life
1: yeah we need to know what's going on so we can appreciate it and help yeah help preserve it right
0: so is there anything else that we want to say about this before we put a nice tiny little ant-sized bow on it and throw (laughs) it out into the volcanic ash to be disintegrated and made into a new world no i think that's that's what all we can say about that that's all we got to say about that that's it all right well, this has been another episode of your true life adventures in the Be Kind Rewind universe. We'd like to thank you for listening. Um, as always, you can leave us a review on whatever platform it is that you're actually um, listening to us. Because that's how people hear about us. And we are on most streaming networks as well as on Icky's YouTube channel. So leave us a Leave us a comment on there if you have something to say about it. You can also send us an email at DMP at gmail.com I know we've mentioned that a couple of times in passing for the quote-unquote hate mail. <laughs> but, yep. if, but let us know what you think about this because, I mean, these are movies that Disney made for these I'm thinking for the sole purpose of letting people know what is happening in nature. And that's actually something that today's kid doesn't know about because they're stuck inside with a with some kind of electronic console six inches from them maybe even listening to this podcast oh yeah and so they don't know what's going on with with the outside world what how ants and bees and killer venus flytraps take care of themselves so i don't even know where i was going with that (laughs)
1: soon if Elon Musk has his way we will live out the movie wall-e
0: which we're we'll covering
1: in 30 years as we're on our space pod on our way to Mars
0: and it will be another real life adventure <laughs> all right well um, next week's homework assignment as Icky has told you is perry it is available on disney plus it's a very it's a very fun and exciting romp not that this one wasn't, but it made you... It, it's actually a feel-good movie instead of Similar, seeing... Similar,
1: but it actually has a storyline, yeah.
0: Yes. So that will be what we will be reviewing next week. So until then, stay safe, stay hungry, and stay away from those black ants. Oh. Uh, all right, stop this. Thank you for listening. You can send us feedback at DMP. At gmail.com, We welcome any kind of feedback, and it might get read on the air in a future podcast. Once again, the email address is BeKindRewindDMP at gmail.com. If you have a moment, please rate and review our podcast on whatever streaming service you are listening to us on. This and word of mouth are the two ways to help us reach a larger audience. Thank you in advance for doing this. Thank you again for listening, and we hope you have a great day. Goodbye. The whole world is interconnected, my friend. Wow. That's the way things actually work. I was wondering
1: after it was over and I saw that there was a sequel. I'm like, but didn't he. But did you die?